Greetings, errants, glitches, breakaways, thought criminals, and genuinely open-minded and outright curious inhabitants of whatever simulacrum we find ourselves navigating at the moment. You are about to set sail on another free first-hour episode of The Melt. If you find yourself wanting to dig deeper and have the desire to join the conversation during our monthly Melt meetups, you might want to consider becoming a monthly subscriber. For a measly five dead presidents per month, you can have access to full-length, early, and exclusive episodes. Just click the Patreon or Locals link in the episode notes below to create the timeline that will set it all in motion. It's suspiciously simple, altogether painless, and just might inspire feelings of bliss and or lingering euphoria. So, without further ado, let the conversations begin! This is Hunter Muse. And this is Chris Snipes. And you are listening to The Melt. that our community has approached the subjects of COVID and the mRNA vaccines, but many of them have been rooted in one way or another on the material plane. Whether they be discussing terrain theory, viral shedding, graphene, or myocarditis, these are all effects that manifest physically. What I've seldom heard discussed are more spiritual implications of these phenomenon, and Honestly, I hadn't really contemplated it that much until Ilana Freeland brought a book up during our chat with her entitled COVID Vaccines from a Spiritual Perspective by German author Thomas Mayer. So then I received the book shortly afterwards from Hunter for Christmas. Before I even started reading it, I contacted Thomas to see if he would come onto the melt to discuss it, and he agreed. I start off the conversation by asking Thomas to define the word supersensible as it is a key concept in the book and in Steiner's lexicon. Yeah, supersensible means to have perceptions not with the physical senses, but with uh, with other senses. So that's that's a word in the anthroposophic uh, in, in anthroposophy is used. Perhaps you can also say. Um, um, higher sensible um, or something others, I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps you have better, better <laughs> words. That means uh, to perceive the ether bodies, the life, life forces, to perceive the astral body, the soul, 
space to perceive also spiritual beings that mm -hmm. that are super sensible perceptions. Gotcha. Yes, that comes up in Steiner's writings a lot. Is super sensible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very important. Uh, what was but, it? But but um, so, uh, but uh, one point is uh, is um, for me important. Everyone has super sensible perceptions, yes. but he is not aware of it. Mm -hmm. On the other side, to uh, use it for really spiritual science, you have to train it. Yes. Everyone who uh, of my colleagues who work on the super sensible research field say uh, train their perceptions over years and years, 20 years, 30 years, that's necessary normally. Sometimes it goes quicker, <laughs> but uh, but to, um, uh, and it and it's uh, it, it's it's not nothing. It's not something like wow, I have it. It's everything is clear. I'm a medium. Uh, no, it's it's a hard training and uh, working on yourself on your shadows. It's a spiritual path. Definitely, and especially in a in a society that is very materialistic, it doesn't. Those things don't tend to come natural for most people. They, as you say, they do need to develop that part of themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big problem because our schools, our education, our university universities has a goal that the people forget their super sensible skills. It's it's really it's really hard to um, stay with your super sensible skills after after a whole university training. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> On the other side, um, it, um, our science is not science. It's a belief system because science would also do a research on the soul level, on the spiritual level, not only on the matter level. If you only focus on the matter level, it's not science because you leave uh, the other levels um, away out. You leave it out, and it's uh, and you forget the most things, and you could not understand how what this reality re real is. It's yes. not possible. Yeah, exactly. You're you're cutting so out. So that, that and that's also the impulse coming from Rudolf Steiner and Troposophy. I'm quite near connected it. Uh, to start um, a spiritual science for the future. It's not a belief system to really to do research, perception, um, everything what you need for scientific work, you need also by uh, research in the soul or spirit level. Yeah, I thought that you were wondering. Um, so what was the impetus, I can only imagine, but what was the, the, the inspiration for you wanting to write a book as important as this? Oh, uh, normally I, I wrote different books, I think 12, and um, I had always um, a motiv um, motivation point. And my motivation point with this book, uh, COVID vaccine from the spiritual perspective was, um, um, directly after the um, vaccination started in Germany, it was in the beginning of 21, and we meditated in a working group 
um, one dead person who died uh, recently after she got the vaccination, and we found her in a quite terrible state. It was um, she she was totally despaired, um, dense, could not move, and we did not first we did not understand what was what's going on. Why why is it? But then we discovered that was uh, an effect of the COVID vaccines. And that was a starting point because I, um, we, uh, it was, uh, we also did not really succeed by helping this dead woman. Um, and because we, uh, at, this, at that time, I did, uh, we did not really understand some, uh, what was going on with this vaccine. Spiritual beings are connected with it. But that was my really my starting point. And it was half a year hard work. And I asked a lot of friends and, and colleagues about their experiences. In the end, I collected um, reports from over 50 people. Um, and um, out of this report, uh, I wrote the book, though so that it's possible to get an understanding um, of the spiritual effects of uh, this COVID vaccination, but not only the COVID vaccination. It's as the question is more general because we have also other vaccination. We have have other drugs with similar effects. Yes, yeah. One of the most disturbing points uh, that is expressed in the book is that the something about the covid vaccine in in particular uh serves to um how, how to describe it uh make the spirit earthbound sort of uh tether one's soul uh for lack of a better term to the physical or to the to the world how how does that happen what what, what causes that effect yeah, uh, I think to understand to understand that you have to know that also our physical body and also our either bodies that means our life body, our chi body, also has a life after that. Uh, also, if if our physical body um, uh, we leave it, but but he stays in a, uh, the spiritual sides of our physical body stays further, and he should make an evolution into life after that. Not only the soul has a a, a life after that. that. That's the first point uh, that's quite important because the most the most people are not aware of that. They only think, oh, it's okay. I leave my body now. I can uh, have, have a life with my soul. That's true. You leave your body, but you will stay connected with your body, and uh, also your bodies uh, have uh, should have an evolution. And in the end, um, we uh, when we get to a new incarnation, we uh, yeah, catch up our bodies, so we, we we come together again. So and now uh, normally, um, and normally our um, yeah physical body should expand to the stars after after death. That really uh, that's really the right expre expression. It should expand to the star, get an um, cosmic cosmic body. But uh, this um, will not happen when yeah, counter forces, we call it in anthroposophy, sorotic beings, 
uh, are at, uh, connected with the physical body. And it also could not, uh, there, are, there are a lot of um, possibilities what to could hinder that process. And we, uh, but now uh, with this COVID vaccines, we found that this um, mRNA vaccines were possessed by uh, black counter forces. We call it transhumanism, thoracic beings. Mm -hmm. And uh, they that are beings who not really come out of our universe. They live, uh, came from cosmic, uh, far away um, places. I we did not really understand where they come sure, from, sure. and 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 they should not be in our Earth evolution. But if we attract them, human have to attract them then they can come in. And with this COVID vaccines, such um, black beings were attracted and they are now connected with this, um, yeah, with this vaccines. And if we take it, then we uh, create a connection to our physical body. And then um, is the next question, uh, is it possible to overcome it? It is possible, but um, a, lo a lot of people don't um, work on it, don't do something because it's a spiritual healing work. And then, uh, and then, if someone um, died, this uh, uh, transhumanistic, sorotic being stays with our with, with the spiritual side of our physical body and hinders the normal evolution. Do you think these uh, transhumanistic seratic beings are a part of the vaccine, like somebody or something put them there intentionally? Or do you think that they're just a, sort of an organic effect, side effect of, of the vaccine? I don't think that, they, um, that someone put it intentionally because then he... Uh, um, um must be a quite ex um, uh, experienced yeah, black sure, magician, sure. <laughs> spiritual man. But I think they do not have uh, this understanding. I think um, it's enough um, if there is a bad intention. By I think that's enough, the intention. So I want to earn money. Um, I want to... Um, we, we know we know uh, that this vaccine does not help, and and everyone know uh, did it know in the beginning, <laughs> but it was a way to earn a lot of money. Yes. So I think that's a, that is a, um, the story, mm -hmm. but that's a bad intention, uh, it, um, and I think this bad intention attracts such beings, and then it's always uh, it's also known that they worked actively. To make it uh, to make the coronavirus more dangerous in mm -hmm. labors, yes. it's a Bayern weapon. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a lot of information around, but uh, you can be sure it's it's a Bayern weapon. They worked over decades intentionally to make it more dangerous, and um, that's a black magic work. 
also if they do not have an understanding, if also if they only think they do normal work in, uh, in scientific work or so, but with the intention I create something who um, will make uh, the people um, more ill, it, it's a black magic intention, and with such an intention, you can attract such sorotic beings. I think that's enough. So did the woman know that it was the vaccine that had caused her death? Was she aware of that when when you contacted her? Um, that's not really... Uh, um, it's not. It's not quite clear. I think they. They. Uh, um, this woman died by the side effects of the vaccine, but but such is always a complex question. But that was not our main um, question. Our question was, how is their condition now in their life after death? Uh, that's that's, uh, and what? How can we help her? Which problems does they have now? So that, that's our focus. Mm -hmm. How what what makes the COVID vaccine so different? Uh, we hear things about that it's it modifies your genes and it you know it gets in and uh, does things in a different way than other vaccines do. But what in the, in the context that we're speaking of, what makes the COVID vaccine so much different than other vaccines? Yeah, the question. Uh, it's a good question. I cannot really. I'm not. I'm not sure if I can give an um, an answer to it, uh, <laughs> because other vaccines also have similar effects. So we did a research of Masson, Masson, Mess. Sorry, I did not say English word. Oh, that's okay. Uh, meaning what? Measles, measles. Oh, measles, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so we, we also did, um, a colleague of mine did a, lit, a lot of research with measles uh, vaccines, and they found also a lot of yeah, quite difficult effects. So cut, cutting off uh, the ground chakra from the spiritual mm. connection, cutting off the, the connection to the angel, but it was not uh, with such um, sharp transhumanistic sorotic beings. There were more other beings from the Arimanic field uh, involved. So, but um, so what I want to say is there is uh, also other uh, vaccines had similar effects, perhaps not so strong. Mm -hmm. Why it is so strong with this mRNA? I think uh, it could be because it goes directly in the in the gene in the in in, in it's a gene transformation, mm -hmm. and our genes are um, um, like the holy core of our physical body. Perhaps that's a reason, but I cannot really give a, give a, um, an answer. And there were multiple authors uh, in the last part of the book then that a lot of them were, uh, chose to remain anonymous. Why, why was that necessary? Yeah, the problem was um, that the most of my colleagues has normal jobs and they are afraid if it gets possible, um, if it gets public, mm -hmm. if they are teacher and, and they could lose their job. Mm -hmm. That that's one reason. The other reason, 
was that not everyone wanted to stay in a um, public fire. <laughs> they wanted to do their work and uh, wanted to keep um, in, in a secret space. That was another reason. Perhaps today's uh, atmosphere in society is a little bit more relaxed. Perhaps now some of my colleagues would see it in another way. But in this time, it, we had a quite sharp atmosphere. And those say, uh, they said, yeah, you can use my uh, my reports, but I, it's, it's not possible for me to stay, to go in the public. Also, some friends also... Uh, ask, uh, wanted that I also uh, get um, in, uh, don't give my name public. <laughs> they also found that that would be, but I bet that's not possible. Someone has to stand for it. Yes, agreed. So obviously, you uh, over in Germany are experiencing a lot of uh, pushback and maybe a lot of censorship too do you find this information is getting censored online uh, in of German? course of yeah. course it's the same situation i think like like in um was in the us mm -hmm. it's the same it and and uh, it a lot of people lost their job a lot of people um doctors uh, stay uh, stay at court and so on it's it it, uh, it has nothing to do with democracy yes absolutely yeah. So it's not, um, yeah, it's a, a totalitarianism mechanism. But that's also, an, I would say, a side effect from from this seratic um, beings connected with uh, COVID vaccines, because they, uh, we also found that um, after vaccination, you can get um, mind mind narrower. Mm -hmm. Is this right? Yes. Yeah. Your you, you <laughs> close mindedness. Yeah, and also um, with uh, you, you has less empathy. You can get it again, but mm -hmm. the first you get a strong impulse, and we found this, uh, such also in whole society. Less empathy, my and and strong dogmatic ideas. Yeah, we we experienced that a lot over here too, and in Germany also, I believe, like here. Uh, other treatments were being suppressed, right? Yeah, of course, of yeah. course, mm -hmm. of course. Do you think that the, the motivations were solely financial or do you think that there's other layers to it too? Yeah, on, um, on the first level, it's a financial, of course, financial motivation, but on the deeper level, I think the, it, it is the agenda of the transhumanism. Mm -hmm. Movement, yes. and that's a religious movement, uh, and um, it, we we stay in a religious war. But this religious war is going; uh, it's not not what we believe. They go; it goes directly to our um, physical body and to cut off our physical body from the spiritual world, so that we could not experience uh, the spiritual world further. So I think that that is uh, that is um, the story behind, and um, this uh, cutting of our bodies from the from soul and and spirit. It's um, it's not only it does not only go with the vaccination. We had um, what we are eating, um, this electromagnetic pollution. 
sitting for a computer the whole day. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of other um, measures to um, yeah cut cut us off from the spiritual world, and that's and that is um, um, goal of the transhumanism agenda. They want only uh, machines, machine mm-hmm. human yes. kind. Do you see the transhumanist agenda as being uh, aramonic? I don't know. Besagt auf Deutsch. Besagt Araman auf Deutsch. Uh, Araman? Yeah, Ariman. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ariman, but it's, it, it, uh, it's from Persia. It's from mm-hmm. what Persia, so oh, okay. religion, and they, they used it for the, for the spirit of darkness, for the spirit of materialism. So, and, and Rudolf Steiner uh, found that's a good, uh, good work and, and a good uh, wording, and so he used it. Yeah, yes, of course, uh, that is Ariman, but it also, but uh, Ariman with Sorat. And Sorat are these beings um, um, uh, out of our universe. Ariman, it also could be um, quite helpful if you have a clear structure in your work or in social communities, it, it's an aromatic impulse, but then it's helpful. You can um, um, really uh, integrate it. But if you leave, if but if you leave the aromatic beings alone, then um, yeah, they uh, bring out all life. They they cut uh, cut off all life in. It's it's only structure hard without feeling. Yes, yeah, exactly. Very soulless, and sterile, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do what do these seratic spirits of transhumanism? What do they want with humans? What are they? Why are they interested in us? Yeah, they. Um, I, I I think the question uh, is the other. You have to turn the question: Why are we interested by them? That's mm-hmm. the question. Okay. <laughs> because so these Zoratic beings are always behind everything what we call black magic. Mm-hmm. So if there is a war, if there is um, yeah really bad things, um, there is are always Zoratic beings involved, but. Uh, we human attract them, and we get power, and we uh, we are more with them. We we feel ourselves, and um, from if we uh, would, if a human being is centered and satisfied with <laughs> satisfied and has a spiritual connection, and the own, then there is no place for erotic beings. They would stay where they live, but if we do not have a, a, yeah spiritual connection, we do not have a connection to the uh, Christ and the Christ energy, then it, it's possible that we um, attract the Soratic beings, um, though that we are someone. I think that's the main motivation. Uh, and are you just to just for the record? Are you? Um, and I think that you intimated it before, but maybe we'll just go into it a little bit more. Are you a, a, sus, a suspect of of all uh, vaccines? 
or mainly the COVID one? I'm assuming all vaccines, because that Steiner was not a big fan of vaccines, was he? Um, I cannot speak about every vaccine because we, I did not uh, research. Okay, sure. <laughs> I, sure. I, I audited a research, a real research to COVID vaccine, mm -hmm. but I would say normally you don't need it. Normally you don't need it. Uh, you bring um, forces into you and, and we could be healthy by uh, out of ourselves. So that's and um, so said I I did not take a vaccine. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, I, it it it's not true. Uh, in um, one time uh, to India, it uh, I I have to take one. Perhaps it was uh, it it makes sense because I did not live in the surrounding of India. Mm -hmm. But normally um, we don't need it. It's yes. it's uh, it, uh, it's a problem behind the vaccine is that the people lose their um, trust in their health, trust yeah, in their body. Exactly. We, we don't we don't need a vaccine. Our body is healthy by themselves. <laughs> yeah, nature knows what it's doing. It doesn't need any help from yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you know that's. That uh, talking about the things that your book talks about is goes completely over the heads of most people in society. I'm assuming in German society too, where they are so materially based in reality that they wouldn't even consider most of the, if not all of the things that you write about in your book. It just doesn't register to them at all. It's not a part of their everyday reality. Yeah. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it, it's it's not it's not new. I uh, I experience uh, this um, uh, always. I, I wrote also books about elemental beings, mm -hmm. nature beings. Mm -hmm. uh, three books. One is also translated in English, oh. and uh, also this nature beings. The people don't know it, but the nature beings are everywhere, and it uh, and. We always have a feeling if we look outside, if we feel something, and this on this feeling of feelings in the world that are the nature beings. Yeah, but the people are not aware. That is the materialistic agenda, the materialistic religion we yes. we have today. Scientism. But it's not about. But um, perhaps it's helpful. Uh, that's only um, an actual thing. Um, 300 years ago, nobody thought has this materialistic approach. Mm. So yeah. what are the methods to remove uh, these beings from your body with the, the vaccine? Is it possible to get rid of them? You mentioned that it was. Are there specific protocols or things that you can do to to get them out of you? Yeah, it's possible. So there are different ways. Um, I, I I only want to describe how I do it. If someone um, um, wanted help, then I, then I look where are these beings in the transhumanistic beings in the aura, and then I 
um, yeah, catch it with my awareness. I can only describe it in, in, in uh, such with my meditation power. I catch it, and then I ask for help by the higher angels, by the angels of Michael and by the angels, the healing angels of Raphael. And if I connect the sorotic beings with this Michaelic forces, they uh, will transformed and brought away. So, so is it how I do? I know that not everyone can do it, mm -hmm. but uh, because um, the, uh, you need a connection to the Michaelic forces, you you really be you have to be connected. But if you are connected, uh, it's yeah, it it it's in the end quite simple. Though that's so, so I, that's what uh, what I'm doing. But you also can work on um, with a lot of other um, um, measures. You can do work with all art ther therapy. You can. There are a lot of possibilities, and uh, if you are. Um, a, ther a therapist, you have to look what is your approach. It must it uh, it must be an authentic approach. And maybe something to go into too. It's been brought up in the conversation: vaccine beings, beings that are a part of these vaccines. What what, what could you go into that a little bit more as far as what those entail? The vaccine. Um, so if I look to the yet um, beings connected with the Corona vaccines, there are three groups. The first are these transhumanistic sorotic beings. It's like um, black spots in the aura. Then we have the vaccine being. It's connect. It's like the angel of the vaccine. So, but it's a black angel. It's not. It's not an, a light angel. It's a black angel, a counterforce angel, and this counterforce angel normally um, is stays in our back and um, um, penetrates a lot of organs, and he also um, um, creates a blockage to our. Normal angel to our light angel, so that's that's a vaccine being, and it's um, and then we have at third a lot of um, yeah on the astral level um, astral beings demons. We distinguish between um, twelve different kinds of demons who are doing the. Um, yeah, the work of this uh, uh, vaccine angel in the soul and in the astral and either level, and yeah, those are the see that that are the three main main groups of beings we are looking for, and all and we have always do uh, special measures for every group of beings. Mm -hmm. What what are the uh, different aspects of the human itself, and how are they affected by these vaccines? Yeah, it's diff it's of course there's a quite difference by some, by if uh, I think 
if someone has a, a great fear of the COVID illness and out of fear he took the vaccine, the, vac the vaccine, then uh, these beings can get a stronger connection to him. If someone uh, is more relaxed, they cannot attach him such strong. I think uh, that's, that's one what uh, what is clear to say another point is if someone is has a spiritual founding and a spiritual praxis then normally they cannot get such a strong attraction but i have to but uh, that's a question um the question you you ask it's a quite important question yeah i think there are a lot of factors um, i i did not know we are often uh, we are surprised why some by by someone is uh, someone has quite strong effects and another one not and we cannot explain it really. Mm -hmm. But I want uh, but I have to go um, say something because um, it's not um, the problems are created by spiritual beings. You can get the vaccine beings also if also if you did not have taken the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So it's a shedding, spiritual shedding. Uh -huh. gotcha. <laughs> and it's important to know it because we, these uh, vaccine beings now are everywhere. If you go shopping, if you go in, in your work, if you everywhere, they are around. And sometimes um, you can get it. And it's quite, um, so I, I will give you an example. Um, one, one um, um, it, it's an, was an, it's an older man. He stay, um, stays in a depression over six months and he did not understand mm. why. Uh, and uh, we had, he came, we, uh, we um, had a, a meeting and we found, yes, no, all the themes he had in his biography, it's um, in a good solution. This depression w w um, was created by vaccine beings he have taken over. Mm. Half a year, and uh, the, um, and I found, uh, and after clearing his aura from his vaccine beings, yeah, he he felt a releasing, and uh, that was really the turning point to coming out of the depression. I asked him, I asked him uh, um, some weeks later, how is it now? <laughs> Did it stays on? And it and it stayed on. So it's only one uh, one story. I can I could tell you a lot of similar stories, and um, it's uh, I think important to have it in mind that it is possible that you have taken over vaccine beings. Also, you did not have taken the vaccines because it's um, um, spiritual shutting is possible, mm. and we have to handle it. We are living in uh, one world. We are living together. We have uh, to handle it. Well, we were talking about dealing with these kinds of things after they've already sort of affected us or infested us or however you want to put it. But is there are there any measures that we can take to maybe prevent that from happening? 
Yeah, you prevent this at first, um, always looking to your spiritual connection. You, and you can, can do it uh, a lot of uh, five times, ten times every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only to stay so, uh, could, I, could I feel Christ? Could I feel Buddha in my back? How is it with my angel? Are you, is, is it, are you in a good state? And it does not need really long, but then uh, so spiritual connection is, uh, has more uh, power. That said, for uh, first, second, um, and the people, yeah, um, take, um, yeah, an, an example. And um, a, a group of friends of mine in Berlin, they were quite, had quite a lot of side effects by spiritual shedding or passive vaccination. We also call it passive vaccination. Mm -hmm. And then, and they, um, and they uh, um, took water, take water in their weekly meditation, mm -hmm. and then uh, it's this water is imprinted by the strong meditation energy, mm -hmm. and then they uh, had always a, a small bottle of water with them, mm -hmm. and they uh, that that was a real help. Mm. That makes because sense. so, and though you can do a lot of different measures. I think if you are aware of it and you have a, a little bit of feeling, everyone will find what is it appropriate for him to do. How do you think that, I know this is complete conjecture, but how do you think that Steiner would have sort of navigated what is going on right now? Do you think that he <laughs> would be telling people, don't go anywhere near the vaccines? Uh, how do you, How do you think that he would, Take it just by just by what we know of how he feels about medicine and about the body and about vaccines. Yeah, I, I think I think Snyder would would said, "Oh, I have I have told you everything. <laughs> <laughs> please please read my book." So <laughs> I, I only want to give you some quotes of uh -huh. Steiner from nineteen seventeen. He said, people will be interconnected again their disposition towards spiritual ideas. And the materialistic physicians will be entrusted with the task of expanding the souls from mankind. So he, he, I think he, it's, it's quite clear. It is quite <laughs> he, uh, I, 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 I know this quote. I did know this quote for a long time, but I really understand uh, what does this mean. I think um, now I can understand it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, I wanted to go back to your work uh, with your meditation. Is part of the, your practice to help people uh, gain this connection, this spiritual connection? Is that part of what you are teaching? Yeah, of course, that is the core of meditation. I, I would say that is the core, and and the spiritual connection is uh, if you um, um, if you really stay in your uh, concentration power, in your eye power, in your conscious, consciousness consciousness, then uh, the spiritual world is quite near. But that is the goal of uh, our meditation practice, of course. Is there an active aspect to that? So are you doing like a walking meditation or is this 
in like in a state where you were, I think some people uh, feel some resistance to meditation because they think that the intention is to quiet the mind and to be, you know, in the, in the uh, lotus position and then they can't really shut the world off long enough to do that even for a few minutes. Uh, is there a aspect of what you're doing that you can integrate into your daily life that maybe doesn't require what some people might consider a traditional form of meditation? Uh, yes. Uh, so our so meditation practice coming out of anthroposophy is uh, for yeah Western people in in the, our Western society and also people who are quite intellectual. Mm. So that means we are um, always focus our concentration to an object, but the object also could be only a sentence or a thought. It's uh, this emptiness. It's it's important, but but the emptiness uh, it's always a step after you you focus your concentration. Then it's it's going um, in a receptive um, a receptive gesture, but it, but it does not stay forever. Mm. It, it's only it's it's uh, uh, some seconds, and then you are active again. And um, it's um, yeah, it 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 also is it's uh, uh, creates a great creates a lot of joy to meditate. Mm. And Absolutely. and the objects could be quite different. It could be uh, we had a lot of sentences and um, um, we had, but you also can take uh, pictures. You can take gestures. We also meditate with uh, um, spiritual beings. Look, if uh, how how is it when we um, go in a connection with a deceased person? How does it feel? Is a pos- is it possible to come in a conversation? Also, so it is. It's it's a lot of possibilities. It's fantastic. What is it about this? I'm fascinated by this for some reason. What is it about the vaccine that bounds one to matter? How most people who live in a materialist reality can't even fathom the possibility of that. What is it? What could be in a vaccine that could actually bound, bind your soul or bind your spirit to the, to the world of matter? Uh, sorry, I did not uh, did not really understand your question. Sure. What what is it? Uh, let's see. How do I have it written down? Uh, just simply, what about the vaccine binds you to matter? Makes yeah. your yeah yeah keeps your soul from from evolving in the way that it naturally would. Yeah, but uh, you you could uh, you could experience it if you have. Uh, uh, experience of your soul. If you do not have an experience <laughs> of your own soul, <laughs> and if you if your spirit, perhaps you uh, you will do, you, you will not get it. Uh-huh. You will, so, but if you have an experience of your soul, you can get it quite easily because the people also feel it. I had a lot of um, a, lo- a lot of quotes from people who said uh, after they have taken the vaccine that they felt. Uh, like be uh, like yeah we we cut off they have lost uh, the connection mm. to God they uh, uh, it's it's uh, the world look uh, feels strange 
mm. and so on. There were uh, uh, people who have uh, experience of their own soul can easily get it. And at the end, everyone will get it in the life after death because mm-hmm. uh, then, then um, um, the, the reality will come out. And that is always um, the question. So I uh, often I uh, so people are said, oh, that's it. how could it be that um, since the people um, when they when they uh, are dead experience such bad things and and so on? But they have they have to because only if you really bring your the materialistic uh, approach to an end and really uh, if you feel what it would mean if you are only matter and you're stuck in matter then you can get the impulse to come uh, to go out of it mm-hmm. that is also for me the, the, um, the greater sense of all mm-hmm. it's the end of the materialistic time so a lot of this seems to have to do with one state of awareness and the intention surrounding all of these situations as far as getting vaccinated is concerned. Like, for instance, somebody who is really excited about getting vaccinated uh, is going to have a different experience with all of this than somebody who is forced to get it because they want to keep their job. And they're going to have a different experience than say, a child who is getting it because their parent is telling them that they need to yeah. get it. Yeah. So all of these are going to manifest in different ways, right? Of course, of course. And mm-hmm. it, it's the motivation is always the, uh, the important thing. With the motivation, you can attract spiritual beings. And if you had a strong fear motivation, then you will attract the beings who can go into the fear quite easily. If you are more relaxed, uh, then, uh, yeah, you are more sure. And you said that even sometimes the intention of the person giving the vaccine can play a part in that. Uh, the person yeah. with the, the person with the needle, <laughs> their attitude, their attitude matters yeah, that's, too. That's a question. I, I cannot speak about it. I haven't given some vaccines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. But I think there was something mentioned in I'm the book. I'm not a doctor. Sorry. I, I, it, <laughs> that's another interesting question. <laughs> How does it feel? And also, what what is uh, what is the uh, effect? Uh, is a karmic effect of it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a quite interesting question. But I cannot answer it. Okay. Fair enough. What are you going to ask? So, do you do you posit that there is a reason that they're really focusing on children and vaccinating infants, and now there's a new vaccination for infants? Uh, the schedule for children here in the United States is seventy-two vaccinations by the time a child is eighteen. So, do you mm-hmm. think that th- there is a this transhuman movement, the, that that is the impetus or that is the thing that is motivating that, is that it's it's creating a generation of children that have been vaccinated. Yes, yes. 
I think so. If you want, if you want to, uh, if you, if you have the goal to bring the whole humanity in the trans uh, to in the transhumanism, you have to start with the children, not not to start with the older people. <laughs> so I think that is that is the only motivation. Yeah, and if uh, because it, uh, children are. Uh, um, um, quite open mm. so you can uh, 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 then you can also reach a lot if you give the children uh, this uh, drugs Which... it, it, it's the same it's the same with uh, satanic work you, um, you start uh, normally satanic groups starting with children because they are, are they quite successful with other people it's not so easy mm -hmm. mm. yeah it seems like if if you're looking at it from a karmic perspective and the child has just been placed into the body like karmically like has has yeah. been been made that journey that that may be changing that link too like that karmic link that that is somehow influencing yeah. their their karma by giving them a vaccine if in that previous lifetime or that previous iteration they hadn't been vaccinated? Yeah, that's a, a good question. <laughs> I cannot really give give uh, good answers to it because I do not understand everything. <laughs> But on the other you side, don't? if now a child starts to get born in our society, he knows that he will be confronted with his vaccines. So also as the souls know it and it's a decision okay i want mm. to uh, i want this confrontation i want to go through it that's the other side interesting yeah and um but the, um it's it's not um perhaps uh, it's helpful also the thought um, um this uh, mummification in in egypt mm -hmm. and the mummification also had karmic consequences because the, uh, the mummification also bounds the soul mm. uh, into the body mm. they used it they used it uh, the, the Egypt priest used the mummification for spiritual contact as a, so as, so the starting motivation was to have a spiritual contact but in the end uh, all the mummification stays <laughs> and mm. um, And yeah, and Rudolf Steiner uh, describes quite well that this Egypt mummification was um, a starting point for our materialistic time, huh. because the people um, who experienced the mummification wanted to have the experience only to live in a materialistic world, mm -hmm. because they get this impulse uh, for uh, in the in uh, in the Egypt time. So that's an example for the karmic um, um, consequences. So the the attachment to the physical realm, the way that manifested was being buried with your gold or buried with things that that you were attached to because you were you were they thought that they were taking that into the spiritual realm with them. Yeah, I think not. Not not only the gifts; it's it's a mummification sensor, so that um, so the body stays. Mummification means the body is uh, the physical body stays. Mm. Um, it, 
stays for a long time, but in the same time, the soul and the spirit of the dead person is uh, a little bit bounded in a connection with this mummy, mummy, however, how, what mummy. I did not, mummy, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and if you and and that means that uh, someone uh, uh, in the life after that he has always a connection to his uh, to his mummy mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and he, he is always and he has uh, and that can create uh, this longing for materialistic experiences it's not uh, i think it's not only the gifts it's a mummification themselves who has the effect hmm. interesting so the reason that they initiated that uh, mummification is to, you said, uh, keep spiritual contact with the the person that they were mummifying. Yeah, that that was a that was the beginning, mm -hmm. of course. Interesting. That was the beginning because through the through the mummy, they uh, they can uh, they could create a contact to the soul of the uh, to the soul in the spiritual world. Mm -hmm. But that was the beginning. But the uh, but then, uh, or, or often, often the things are starting with a good motivation, and then it go it, it, it's a turning point, and then it goes in something bad. <laughs> and perhaps also uh, this is, um, and perhaps this is um, uh, um, uh, vaccination. I think it will. It could be a similar effect, like the mummification in old Egypt. Mm -hmm. That that means. Uh, a lot of people will have a stronger materialistic uh, longing in further incarnations mm -hmm. if they can incarnate. That's mm -hmm. a question. Yeah. But on the other side, uh, a lot of people will um, um, uh, come into a, 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 a big evolution in a turning point and they will they see what what the, what this materialistic approach is and they see the horror and the, um, what this creates and they really wanted then um spiritual a spiritual life so it i think it's it's um, it, it's really to bring some materialistic time uh, um, in a dead end and then it can go um, further in a new way. So that's my thinking about it. Like a pendulum swinging back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder that there's a saying in the Bible that the blood cries from the stone. And the idea is that every life, every death has some resonance or so, some, um, has an effect on the whole human experience. I wonder if the people who have died from the vaccine, if there is some resonance of those people when they, when they die, that maybe there is a realization that the vaccine caused that and that they might intercede. I know this is kind of a spiritual question, but do you think it's possible that these deaths somehow are going to work in our favor, meaning that enough people will be injured by this, that it will wake people up that are still alive because there will be this spiritual intercession that's happening. 
Yeah, that's a, a, a complex, a complex question. It's uh, did I get it? Uh, what uh, your question is how? What is the effects of the injured people, vaccinated people, in, uh, to, to the people on Earth? Yes. So yeah, it's it's a big question. Um, I only want to tell you. I can tell you. Give you um, one example, uh, but it's not from vaccination. It's from uh, chemotherapy. Mm. And um, so um, a woman um, had I, I well, a friend of mine always had uh, problems with sleeping. Mm. So if they if they uh, is going to sleep, they feel a tension in the body. And and they stays often um, awake and could not uh, deep in the sleep and she did not really understand it and she did a lot of different things. Some sometimes it's better than it's better. But then we found I I asked uh, when did it start? It it started uh, thirty years ago. And uh, and then I asked what is uh, what is happening there and we came. That their grandfather died in this uh, period, and the grandfather died uh, with cancer and with uh, a lot of chemotherapies. Mm -hmm. And then we meditated the, the grandfather, and then I found, yeah, the grandfather is quite from uh, from the soul level. He's quite nice and friendly, lovely, but uh, but this chemotherapy is uh, hinders is physical body, spiritual side of his physical body and his other body to make a real uh, evolution. It's mm -hmm. it, it's a little bit similar to this, what we have with uh, uh, Corona, with the COVID vaccination. Mm -hmm. uh, of, uh, so this chemotherapy is often a little bit similar. And uh, then we um, worked with, to help this grandfather, though uh, that <clears throat> his bodies uh, um, get free from this um, beings who came from the chemotherapy, and it, I think we were quite successful. And uh, at least uh, it, it was it was a week ago, and since then, um, this woman uh, slept quite well now, <laughs> slept <laughs> more relaxed. Those so that means. What does this mean? That means she was quite near to the grandfather. Mm. Grandfather died. Grandfather has a has a problem in the life after that. He could not solve it by himself because he had not the spiritual possibilities to handle this sorotic uh, and arimanic beings connected with uh, um, with his drugs. So and uh, and. Um, Sustained, uh, he stays, he stucks, and she, she take, she is this woman takes over mm. the condition of her grandfather, and it's uh, it, and it's um, an influence the last thirty years. Hmm. Interesting. So that that is only one one example, and I think similar things will also happen with uh, um, effects of the COVID vaccination. Thomas, I want to thank you so very much for taking the time. It took a while yeah. to arrange this, but I'm glad that we did uh, to sit and talk with us. Perhaps you can tell anybody watching or listening where they can find your book and your work online. Yeah, yeah. My, my book, COVID Vaccines from a Spiritual Perspective, you can get it in every bookshop online or 
physical. Mm -hmm. And another book about elemental beings in England, it, in English, it's uh, uh, um, oh, Call of the Elementals. Okay. But you also can find it in every bookshop. So, wonderful. Uh, and I think it's 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 good to to read it. There is quite quite a lot more than that we could uh, speaking about. <laughs> so, and uh, thank you for inviting me. And I hope my English was uh, understandable oh, enough. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> with, a lot of, with, with a lot of mistakes, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, we'll definitely get this book and have you on again to discuss it. It was absolutely fascinating and an honor and a privilege to speak yeah. to you. Absolutely. Thank you so much yeah. for your time. Yes. And I will let you yeah, know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the pleasure was ours. I'll let you know when this comes out and, and you can spread it around if you wish. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, Thomas, and yeah. uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Right. Farewell. That was great. It was great. Yes. It's fantastic to connect with Thomas. Yeah, he is awesome, awesome energy. It was really nice to talk to him. And I felt like I walked away with a sense of um, like confidence and assuredness that everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. Um, I think something that I really didn't get from the book, but that I got from Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't mind her guys. She's just applying flypaper <laughs> adhesive to her, to her lips for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Um, is that intent uh, really isn't a big complicated thing and that it plays a huge role in our day-to-day -day lives and in our interactions with other, other humans and our interactions with reality and our interactions with just about everything. No, not just about everything, but everything. Um, and that that brings another level to sovereignty that I think a lot of people overlook, that it is just as simple as stating something and um, declaring that you feel this way about this. And then that's that's where you're standing. That's where you're, that's your part of the collaboration. Um, and that, that actually holds a lot of weight, holds a lot of ground, holds a lot of water. So that's, it's good to hear that yet again from another person in a different context in a very uh, reassuring way, like you said. Yeah. I, I always consider, you know, what is the agenda? What are the intentions of these, this predatorial, race of of uh people that that are pushing for this type of control over others and it's good to reiterate and just remember that you don't have to buy into the fear that that is really what's feeding a lot of this and Definitely. that even if you didn't get the jab and even if you you are completely against it, if you are living in a state of fear of um, someone else controlling your sovereignty or your reality, that you are co-signing on that. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important not to keep writing that script 
for other people and not giving other people that kind of control over you. In physical reality, it's easy to make make the mistake that there are things set in stone um, and that we really aren't beings that are primarily uh, energy and um, the trick is to not think in dualistic this or that's you and I one thing or another and realize that it's much more fluidic and much more boundaryless than uh, we give it credit for and that that's really something that needs to be unpacked and played with and utilized um because otherwise we fall into these potentially fall into these traps where we think that it's one way or another when really there's most of reality lies in between those extremes. Um, so navigating that in as graceful a way as possible in one's day-to-day life, as we were saying in the conversation, I believe it was in the second hour um, that don't be concerned with the world be concerned with you right here and now and that's how it all works that's the mistake that's another mistake outside inside um macro micro is that you've got to handle the macro and the only way that the macro is going to change to your liking is if you have the presumption uh, to think that what how it should be changed for everybody um, is by going out and manipulating things that are going to affect lots of people or getting in a position where you affect a lot of people by your decision making. Um, when in reality, it happens on an individual level and how we cultivate our inner lives and ourselves and our awareness is how we add and collaborate into the greater collective reality. Word. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer the usual reply that i get from a coworker of mine <laughs> after just about any sentence that i say regardless if it's something that is profound or something that is profane they see we're in sync <laughs> word I just, I just picked that up uh yeah i i concur i i feel like we are very much in charge of what's right in front of us and how we perceive that. And I, you know, it's, it's interesting that prior to this interview, we were talking about, you know, these camps of uh, truthers and one of the camps is very, and, and how people focus on specific aspects of what's going on right now. And they just get very myopic about those things and very entrenched in, in the story, you know? And I think that that's feeding the story and that is giving that story more power by continuing to um, talk about it and actually not doing anything. You know, it's, it's interesting to see how some people will talk about how fucked up the world is and then they eat like shit or they don't exercise or they don't take care of themselves and, and 
basically the ecosystem that they have control over is a total mess, but they're assuming that it's politics that's the problem. Mm. Coming from the outside (laughs) in as opposed to the inside out. Yeah. Because I think that, yeah, there there's definitely aspects of the world that affect and influence us, but only to the degree that we allow that. And what these um, circumstances have been recently have been massive tests for us to see what our resolve is and what we are what what we are willing to accept. And I would say that a lot of people that have complied, they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to um, rock the boat. They want to seem like they're good people. So they're just going to go along with what someone else tells them to do and not really do a lot of investigating. And sometimes what that takes to kind of penetrate that membrane is someone in their sphere that is willing to question what's happening and then maybe bring that evidence to that person. But still, there's no guarantee that someone is going to change their behavior or change their outlook. They may just double down because it it attacks the ego in this very intrinsic way where it's like, I don't want to admit that I was wrong, that I did something that harmed my child, that I did something that harmed myself or my community, that I made a bad decision. So sometimes you're not the lesson, you're not the pain provider, you're not the lesson uh, giver, you're just along for the ride and that's someone else's responsibility. Indeed. Indeed. On a wholly different note, I think it's hilarious, the juxtaposition uh, between getting these fantastic new microphones and boom arms. Uh, mostly the microphones is what's what's in, in play in this little fun scenario. Uh, thank you, uh, Patreon and local supporters, for your help in making that happen. Um, but the juxtaposition juxtaposition between getting these very sensitive, fantastic high tech mics and and an excessive amount of body noises coming from either of us <laughs> like there's so much <laughs> volcanic activity, mostly from me, but from you too. Yours is more low frequency. Mine's all over the place. It sounds like. I feel like an alien's going <laughs> to burst out of my abdomen at any point from the sounds. I don't feel physically like that, but, but yeah, I just think that's kind of funny and hilarious. I don't, uh, hopefully I will edit all of that out. So you guys don't hear any of that, but yeah, just a side note. Yeah. They are very sensitive, which is <laughs> good. <laughs> it is good. Absolutely. We don't have to be right on top of them. Yeah. We can have exactly. them away from us. And, yeah. 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 They're beautiful. They are beautiful. Okay. Uh, any more to say about that? Um, just fascinating how Germany is responding. You would think that there there would be historical lessons to be learned with the German people and that they would just, of any group of people, they would be like, uh, no, we're not doing this. 
Um, but again, I think this goes back to this idea of not wanting to rock the boat, wa- wanting to believe in daddy or who you perceive as daddy, which is health officials or government officials and wanting to trust in that. Well, they're probably victims to generational mind wipes, just like we are. So whatever lessons generations of the past had learned have been slowly diluted out of the general milieu uh, by the creature comforts that, you know, they swim in just as much as we swim in, just like our past is sort of the stuff of misty legends now. And people are more concentrated on, you know, the latest episodes of insert whatever popular sitcoms are out right now and, and don't want to be bothered by things that happened in the past that might bear uh, on things that are happening in the present. I did want to touch more on, and I, I think I was just so overwhelmed by Thomas that I, I was just listening and not really, uh, engaging in the beginning of the conversation, but I did want to drill deep, more deeply into the education system and how he said it breaks the spiritual link. Um, and I think that that's why I'm having such a struggle in my, in one of my classes, one of many classes I've taken, but one, this one class in particular is because it so flies in the face of my belief system and how I perceive the world. And it's very much a victim mentality, a systematic victimization of people and seeing people in groups and not as individuals. And I think that's where I I have such a difficult time because I'm trying to maintain my spiritual connection, uh, even in the face of taking this class. And so I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit more, like how can we, how can we as, uh, individuals, when we go into these spaces, how can we retain our spiritual connection? True. Again, being in touch with it, being in touch with yourself, know thyself, uh, which has come up a lot in, well, the audio book that I'm reading right now by a, or listening to right now by a future guest, Dominique Vallée. Um, Knowing thyself is is important. Uh, knowing your inner terrain and and because the more that you know that, the more that that informs your intention. The more that you have a direction to go into, the more that you can embody that. Whereas if you're just operating in an uh, automatic mode um, and you're just kind of basically recycling everything, all the stimulus that you unconsciously take in on a day-to-day basis, then you're not going to be really steering. You're going to be inhabiting a vehicle that's driven by the desires that you've been inculcated to possess, and they aren't really yours. They aren't really your own. Yeah, I just get mad. I get mad because I feel like I have to push back against a system and that it's not... um just this one professor it's a whole system of marxist indoctrination that i'm i'm resistant to and 
what I found so fascinating is that there are a lot of people who don't agree with this type of indoctrination and they want to protect their job. They want to protect what they have. So they don't push against it. They don't speak out against it. And I think that that just enables this even more. Of course it does. And that's the bummer. But (laughs) it's baked at this point, it's baked into academia. Hence my fucking loathing hate of it. But so you're, you're, I would say, obviously, don't participate in the system then right. if you have a problem with it, because pushing against it is only going to go so far. It comes to a point where you just have to start your own or not have a system and just go into your own alcove. Anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, in order to continue my career path that I'm on, um, this is a part of that. So, and I think what, what I'm trying to do and the reason I'm so interested is because I, I engage with people who are not buying into this narrative and not buying into this ideology. I know that there are people out in the world who need and want therapy and to deal with a therapist who doesn't buy into that ideology. (laughs) So I think that's where I'm, I keep going as I know the only way for me to fight this is to stand in my truth and support other people who have uh, similar viewpoints and need a place to express those viewpoints to be able to bolster where they are in their lives. Power to the people. (laughs) Not to the system. Anything else, my dear? That's it. Okay. I've got to really got to use the little boy's room. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Being a human. <laughs> having plumbing. My gosh. Um, thank you all for listening. I highly recommend Thomas's book. Yes. The link to get that will be in the episode notes, as will all of the avenues where you can explore and find Zimet. Thank you all for listening. Much love to you all to get a hold of us, the Melt Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Hunter hyphen muse at ProtonMail.com. Wow. A lot of dramatic pausing going on there. I've been fasting for four days. I'm I'm in the zone. (laughs) I'm in the spiritual zone right now. I'm I'm halfway in my physical body and half in the ether. Don't drive. Don't operate heavy machinery. Right? Right? Okay. (laughs) Much love to you all. Thank you for listening and uh, keep looking forward to more fantastic stuff coming your way. Ta-ta! Yeah.
Thanks so much for making it this far. If you've liked what you've heard and are thus inspired to contribute to the well-being of the melt, there are a few easy ways to do that. The most tangible being financially, which can be achieved by clicking the Locals or Patreon link in the episode notes, and then you will be led through the process of starting your monthly subscription for a mere $5 a month. This will give you access to exclusive episodes, full-length episodes, and you can participate in our monthly Melt meetups, where we can congregate together as a community and often get a chance to chat with some of our guests more intimately. Another way to help out would be to go to wherever it is that you listen to The Melt and leave a favorable review or rating. You can also spread the word via sharing or recommendation to friends and family, either in person or virtually. And lastly, if none of those options are readily available or appealing to you, simply send your positive thoughts and intentions. In an interconnected and quantumly entangled multiverse, these also go a long way. Thank you.